Hi everyone, you're listening to Mary Read Scripture, a production of the Ephesus School Network. I'm Mary, and today I'll be reading and you'll be hearing from the Book of Romans. Let's begin, as we always will, by hearing Scripture. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 3, verses 9 through 18. What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands, there is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside, they have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb, with their tongues they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Welcome back. On episode 22, we discussed how the Jews and the Greeks in the text have been previously charged. As we heard in Proverbs 19 verse 3, God is the originator of the charge against man. The folly of man lays waste his ways, and God blames his heart, cardia. Paul's use of the word proeteome points us back to this verse, specifically in the Greek text. For our discussion today, it is also important to remember that the Hebrew text of Proverbs 19.3 says something very different. Paul appears to be specifically pointing his hearers to this verse in the Greek text, However, I think we need to be cautious in assuming that Paul's only reference is the Greek text, and not also the Hebrew text. This will become apparent at the end of our discussion. In our Romans text, Paul continues on, as it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. All are included in this declaration as is communicated by the word translated as none. This Greek word is uk, and is defined as not or no, and objectively negates a statement, ruling it out as fact. In other words, it is a fact that there is none who is righteous. It is a fact that none understand. It is a fact that none seek after God. This is further communicated through the Greek's preferential placement of the word none in the order of the sentence, The Greek actually reads, None there is righteous, not even one. None there is understanding. None there is seeking after God. This is important because the Greek is able to reorganize the sentence structure to emphasize what its hearers are to focus on first. In this case, it is uk, none. None do these things. Let's move on. Verses 12 through 18 are a verbatim quote from Psalm 13, verse 3 of the Greek text. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat, larynx, is an open tomb. With their tongues, glosses, they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, keely whose mouth, stoma, is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet, podes, are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes, ophthalmon. 
In the Hebrew text, which is what most of you have in your Bibles, verses 13 through 18 are not present in this particular psalm. This is just a reminder that the artifacts, the word facts on the page, are not always the same in the Greek and the Hebrew texts. We do find verses similar to 13 through 18 in the Hebrew text elsewhere in Scripture. The Hebrew text condemns the mouth, throat, and tongue of man in Psalms 5 verse 9, 10 verse 7, and 140 verse 3. Let's hear those verses. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth, peh. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat, garon, is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue, lashon. His mouth, peh is full of cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue, lashon, is trouble and inequity. They sharpen their tongues, lashon, like a serpent. The poison of asps is under their lips, sapa. The Hebrew text also condemns the feet of man. In Proverbs 1, verse 16, we hear, For their feet, regel, run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Isaiah 59, verses 7 through 8, says something similar, but adds, Their thoughts, machashaba, are thoughts of inequity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they have not known, and there is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. Whoever takes that way shall not know peace. If you remember, the original condemnation comes from God. God blames man's heart. Cardia. Along with his heart, man's throat, tongue, lips, mouth, and feet are also to blame. The last verse in our Romans text, There is no fear of God before their eyes, mirrors what is said in Psalm 36 verse 1 of the Hebrew text. An oracle within my heart, Leb, concerning the transgression of the wicked. There is no fear of God before his eyes. Chain. I'd like to go back to what was said previously about the need to be cautious in assuming that Paul's only reference is the Greek text. I believe it is reasonable to conclude, based on Psalm 36 verse 1, that Paul was also referencing the Hebrew text to his hearers in Rome. While the Hebrew text of Psalm 36 verse 1 specifically mentions the oracles within the heart, leb, the Greek text does not say heart at all. It says, the transgressor, so as to sin, says within himself, en eavto, there is no fear of God before his eyes. In the Greek text, we get en eavto, not cardia. I suspect that Paul was well aware of this and intentionally chose these words from scripture to make his case that both Jews and Greeks have been previously charged, literally. He begins in verse 9 of our Romans text by pointing his hearers specifically to the Greek text, where God blames the heart, cardia, of man. He continues with a passage that is verbatim from the Greek text, but is also broken up and found in other parts of the Hebrew text. He specifically ends with the words, There is no fear of God before their eyes. Those who would have been familiar with the Hebrew text would have known that just before these words in their own text, the heart would have been mentioned, specifically in regards to the oracle within the heart. To the Greeks, it is God who blames their heart. 
To the Jews, it is their oracle within the heart. Paul begins with the heart in Greek, kardia, and ends pointing to the heart in Hebrew, leb. How fitting! Indeed, both the Jews and the Greeks have been previously charged by their respective texts. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Mary Read Scripture. Bye!